0: That uh the Electoral College now, which has given us five popular vote losers as president in our history, twice in this century alone, um, has become a danger, not just to democracy, but to the American people. It was a danger on January 6th. There are so many um, curving byways and nooks and crannies in the Electoral College that There are opportunities for a lot of strategic mischief. We should elect the president the way we elect governors, senators, mayors, representatives, everybody else. Whoever gets the most votes wins. So you don't think that this um, reforming of the Electoral Count Act, which is really just making clear that the vice president's role is just ceremonial with the electors, you don't think that solves the issue? It doesn't solve the fundamental problem. I'm for that. And that's the very least we can do and we must do. It's necessary, but it's not remotely sufficient. Uh, You know, we spend hundreds of millions of dollars every year exporting American democracy to other countries. And the one thing they never come back to us with is the idea that, oh, that electoral college thing you have, that's so great. We think we'll adopt that, too. Um, Thomas Jefferson said that he deplored the sanctimonious reverence with which some people look at the original handiwork of the framers when Mm -hmm. they should be looking to their own experience. He said the framers were great and they were patriots but they didn't have the benefit of the experience that we've lived and we know that the electoral college doesn't fit anymore which is why I'm a big supporter of the national popular vote interstate compact where it's bubbling up from below but there are now 15 or 16 states in the District of Columbia who have said we're gonna cast our electors for the winner of the national vote once we get 270 electors in our coalition
1: all right welcome back I hope everybody had a very Merry Christmas Uh, I wasn't really going to say anything about this because it's just, it's so stupid. So, you who sent me the email, this is, it's stupid. Let me just say it that way. The uh, music list, which I almost messed up again. I said movie in the episode that was my Christmas episode that came out last Friday. The music list. I did not give you a list from 2022, nor did I say the list was from 2022. I refused to use a list from 2022 because it was all painted in wokeness. Every list that I had seen in 2022, yes, it had some staple Christmas songs in it, but they also threw in there songs that If you have been alive for any number of years, you know those songs don't belong there. That's not what everybody's listening to. That's not what everything, that's not what's being played. It's a waste of time. So the list that I use was a list from the year 2006, okay? Because I believe before President Obama, although we were going probably very slowly in a left direction... Prior to that, it was still okay to have a list that was not all-inclusive. It was whatever the best was at the time. So that's the list that I used. It's amazing. I I expect to get hate. Uh, That is doing uh, political commentary, especially when you are a conservative and you are on the right, you expect that you're going to get a lot of hate. That's kind of a given. Uh, but to just be so blatantly stupid and want to point out that that is not the list from this year. I no doubt, but guess what? If you listen real closely, I never said it was from 2022. So for the moron that sent me the email is you thought you were being very factual and thought you had one up on me. Like I gave you a bad list and was spreading misinformation. No, I didn't. I gave you old information. There's a little bit of difference between me giving you old facts versus just making things up. And I didn't make anything up. It was just old facts. All right. Now, with that out of the way, the Electoral College, the left obviously is always calling for the Electoral College to be eliminated. Raskin, uh, you just heard what he had to say about it there. Why do they want it eliminated? Because they know pretty much what I think most conservatives know. If you were to go to a nationalist populist vote, yes, uh, Democrats would pretty much retain power. Yeah, I want to go high. I mean, I don't want to go too high, but more like more than likely, 80, 85% of the time, I mean, you may have one here and there we might sneak in. But for the most part, they're going to retain power consistently because who is going to decide elections is going to be California, New York, um, Illinois with Chicago, Philadelphia—all your blue cities that are the uh, have the most people will end up deciding the elections for the entire or the election for the entire country. Why am I against it? He's for it because he thinks that whatever the popular, whoever's the most popular person should win, and. If each state had an equal number of people in it, then I would agree with you. <clears throat> I, I don't, at that point, I wouldn't see it being an issue. However, each state doesn't have the, the same amount of people in it. You go and look, you have some states that have 700,000 people in the entire state, but they need, a same, they need the same size voice that a state that has 50 million people in it has. So the Electoral College was a good idea by our forefathers. It has been changed or better defined in the, what was it, the 12th? I think it was the 12th. 12th and the 23rd Amendment, where they really honed down on it. A lot of people will tell you that it's not in the Constitution. No, the word Electoral College is not in the Constitution. The system is, but the wording is not. Okay, however, the system makes sense. That way everybody is equal. It's a level playing field. Everybody has the same voice. And that's why we elect that way. Because unlike other countries who work with popular votes, we have been the example of freedom around the world. We are supposed to advocate for freedom, so we go around the world and try to liberate countries and help them become more free and help them put systems in place that work for them in their country. The reason if it's actually even a true statement that nobody's coming back and asking about the electoral college is because every country's different. You know, and even though we go in there and try to force our way of life on another country or our system on another country does not mean that they want to abide by the same rules. They're not designed the same way, they're not laid out the same way, so they're going to choose their own path. They're not trying to mirror us, they're just trying to be more free, so they're entitled to their own systems. We are the example, and we have been the example, for over two centuries. This system has worked for over two centuries the only reason that democrats want to do away with it is because they feel that that will ensure that they win you know like i said 85 90% of the time that's it if they were winning using that system if they were consistently winning they would be this telling you this is the best system in the entire world. The we cannot do away with the electoral college. It is the finest system. This is this is democracy. This is the way it should be. Uh, this is this is uh, what our our country the foundations are built on. That's what you would be hearing. That would be the song that you would be hearing if they were consistently winning. They're scared because they know that it's a gamble every time we have a presidential election. They're not Sure, they're going to retain power or get power. So they're trying to make, they're trying to stack the deck in their favor. And the reason that he's talking about it right now and why he brought it up is what's right around the corner. 2024, we're coming to the end of the holiday season. The house is about to change hands. So now you're going to have a split or divided government again, which is good. It's going to help uh, cool things down. And we are looking towards 2024 now. So they're not sure if they can win. So they just want to do away with the system. They don't know what's happening in 2024. If you, I mean, they don't even know who they're running. Joe Biden said he's going to run. And if he does run, he's probably going to run unchallenged in his party. So that's who you got. That's who you're selling right now. (laughs) You know, I would say it's a guaranteed loss. But I can't say that with the way society is nowadays. I can't say that in any in a normal situation under in normal times where the entire United States has not gone insane. Okay, I can tell you Joe Biden loses 100% of the time. In our current state, I just don't know. I, I don't know who's going to lose. I I don't know. Trump is running. That doesn't mean he's going to be the nominee, but he is going to run. If it's a rematch between Trump and Biden, who do you pick? You pick the guy that you don't like the way he speaks, you don't like the way he tweets, or you don't like the way he truths now? Or do you, but he had a fantastic economy, the world was safer, we're making money, prices are, are low for families, uh, everybody's retirement's doing good? Or do you choose the guy that you think is a safer bet? but at the same time he may not be mean he may not be mean tweeting or mean saying things but the world's in complete chaos our our economies in the trash and just struggling uh, every family is suffering retirement accounts are just being depleted daily i don't know uh, to me the choice is clear but to a lot of people it's apparently not because joe biden is where he is and trump is where he is so the reason this is coming up again is because they are unsure that they can win in November, not this upcoming November, but the following. All right, I only got one more for you because I am recording this on Christmas Day for you, um, and this is just going to be a little bit shorter episode so I can get back to spending time with the family. Um, <clears throat> Elon Musk, you know, they, they continually go, they're going to continually go after this guy. They're, they're doing everything they can to destroy him now because he's, doing very much what Donald Trump did, and he's exposing, maybe even on a deeper level, uh, the left and the way that they're playing their game right now. And they don't like it, so they're going to come after him with everything that they can from every angle. Well, Tesla's third largest investor, which is a guy named uh, Guan Leo, he said he's a self-professed Elon Musk fanboy, but he wants Elon Musk, Musk to step down as CEO, His reason may seem legit, which, I mean, it probably is to a point, but he wants him to step down because he's claiming that Elon has abandoned Tesla uh, and the company right now has no working CEO. Tesla's stock prices are dropping. Uh, Koguan Leo wrote in another tweet, uh, why tell me why? Tesla matters, Elon is merely hired hands, he is our employee, Tesla is 19 year old, ranked 4th with 2.4% allocation in the S&P, not a baby and soon to be the biggest. Elon was a proud father, Tesla has grown up, an executioner, Tim Cook-like is needed, not Elon. One of his other investors, who's a large investor but not the largest, said that there is no Tesla CEO today uh, because the stock prices continue to drop, and he thinks Elon Musk is spending much, far too much of his time working on Twitter and not working with Tesla. Elon Musk did just recently sell off another three and a half billion dollars in Tesla shares. It's unclear why he did, and I mean, it's really nobody's business. It's his money. It's his shares. He can do whatever he wants to do with it. Elon Musk did respond, saying Tesla is executing better than ever, we don't control the Federal Reserve, which is the real problem. So again, they're attacking this guy from every angle. Um, I understand, I can understand that if you have a lot of money invested in a company and the company's not doing well, and you feel that it's not doing well because the founder and CEO of it is neglecting the company, you want to do what's best for your investment. However... Tesla is more popular than ever. Elon Musk, as much as some people do not like what he's doing, he's gaining a lot of fans in other ways. And he's, he's luring people in, in a different way. So, uh, you know, it's give and take. You lose some here, you gain some there. I don't think he's completely abandoned his responsibility. His space program seems to be his baby. That's what he wants to do. Tesla is doing well enough and gaining steam. Electric vehicles, you know, they're a lifestyle choice. I can't say that that's the best choice. It's definitely not my choice. But I think that they're all just ultimately doing this because of what Elon Musk has been exposing over the short period of time that he has owned Twitter. What he has done up to this point, he's really leveled the playing field in Twitter. Uh, He is exposing a lot of really dastardly deeds that the FBI has been all intertwined with Twitter, the government's involved with Twitter, uh, public-private partnership to assist them in winning elections, which is definitely problematic. It's showing that they're suppressing stories that are true stories, so you're not allowing people to hear what they should be hearing. you're, You're being selective. The government's being selective on what you're allowed to hear, so you're only allowed to hear their version of the truth. You're not allowed to actually hear the truth. Because the truth is damaging for somebody that they support, so I they're going to come after him in every way possible, and this this is just another avenue of that. And uh, I I think Elon Musk will weather the storm. I don't think that's going to be an issue. You're, you're the richest guy in the world. You own tw- uh, Tesla. Twitter's doing fine. Tesla's doing fine. He'll. I don't think he'll. In the end, it'll be a problem for them, very much like Joe Rogan when they went after Joe Rogan because they didn't like the things Joe Rogan was saying. And Joe Rogan on all accounts is a liberal. He's definitely not a conservative. Elon Musk is not a conservative. You know, they just shows you how the left will eat their own people up. If you sway just a little bit, they're gonna eat you up. Yeah, you, know, you can't you better be in lockstep with them. You cannot say anything. You cannot defect at all with them. You can't tell the truth. You have to do what they say. You have to be in lockstep with them. If you are not, they will come and get you. Because these guys are not conservatives. Yeah, and I don't want any conservative, like a true conservative, I don't want you to get it twisted and thinking that Elon Musk is a conservative, that, uh, that somebody like a Joe Rogan is a conservative. They are not at all. These are very liberal people. But when they see something wrong, they're also not afraid to call it out. So they're doing what they think is right. And it just shows you how the left will come after anybody. Uh, Just a few years ago, the left loved Elon Musk. He was the greatest thing since sliced bread because he's doing exactly what they want. He's making electric vehicles. They're giving them government subsidies. They're doing everything to help this guy out because it helped them with their climate change nonsense. And now, because... He's showing people the truth of what's really going on behind the scenes in Twitter. Now he's the devil, he's the enemy, and they're going to go after him. Elon Musk is a smart guy. He knew this was going to come. He did. I, I, I have no doubt that a lot of these people that you see make comments, they understand what's coming their way. They see how the left treats everybody else. They would have to be complete morons to not know what's coming when they're when they are going to stand up for what is right. So they know it's coming. You don't think Elon Musk knew all this was coming with Twitter? You don't think that he knew that potentially he was going to lose a certain percentage of of uh, income? or he knew all this was coming. You know, it just he will weather the storm. This is really just to point out and show you that they're going to continue to attack this guy because they don't like that he is exposing them. And that's what it's come down to. You know, you are upset that Elon Musk is showing the behind the scenes footage of how you guys have been playing with Twitter. And he's making people wonder and really take a deep thought, take take a deep look into if it's happening at Twitter, what's going on in Google, YouTube, Facebook, any of the other left social media platforms, what's going on behind the scenes there. We'll never know. Probably. I mean, I, I don't, I, I'm not going to fool myself and think that all of a sudden there's going to be all these investigations and all these companies, and we're going to find out every little grimy and dirty detail. The only way that that happens is if you have, if not Elon Musk, a Elon Musk style person take over these places to show you what's going on behind the scenes. And, the chances of that happening are pretty slim, <laughs> pretty slim. So, all right, that, that's all I got today. It's Christmas. I'm trying to get back to my family. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas because remember, I'm always recording ahead. This is Sunday that I'm recording this on, but I hope you had a wonderful full Christmas with your family. Uh, New Year's right around the corner now. And then after that, you know, it's, it's sad. It's all gone and uh, we got to wait another year for it. So if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me, especially on Apple. It's always a great help. Uh, If you'd like to check out anything else that I do, littlejoecc.com. If you'd like to contact me, go to the contact section. Beyond that, I hope you have a beautiful Monday. If you have to go back to work today, I'm sorry. If you're still uh, on vacay, good for you. We'll do it again tomorrow.